Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. AB, I'm stretching a little bit. It's been a long couple days with this four-hour finale. You a little, little gassed, Rim? A little gassed, a little... My thumbs hurt from cranking out the tweets, I gotta tell you. <laughs> the tweets were fire, <laughs> Rosecast. Listen. Listen. I'll say what I'm gonna say about how this was presented to us, especially on Monday. But kind of knowing maybe how not being spoiled, but kind of knowing how it might play out allowed us to prepare a little bit <laughs> with some <laughs> pull some necessary <laughs> clips. So I had some stuff in the chamber, as they say. Uh, AB, what do you think? It's over. The season's over. Hannah's journey maybe isn't over. What'd you make of these two nights? Tremendous television, Rim. Yeah, it was. It was like. Uh, the Ari situation a little bit. It reminded me of that, but it had a more happy ending for me. Yeah. It, it, I don't know why, but I, I, I felt good at the end of this. I'm not sure why I felt that, but I did. And didn't feel that way watching Ari and Becca. Ari and Becca was exactly. good, but it was kind of like voyeuristic watching a car crash a little bit. This was different this was i i don't i don't have a good analogy for it but this was a more in, a more enjoyable car crash <laughs> <laughs> well i think the difference is no one wanted to see becca get what yes she got she didn't deserve People that wanted to see what happened to jed happen to him good way to put it uh Here's what we're going to do. So first, regrets. Rim and AB regrets from the season. I wanted to record our reactions to Monday night on Tuesday and then put like mash it and then record the second half of our episode as a reaction to Tuesday mm. night. We didn't have time to do that. So the first half of our notes are from Monday's. We're going to recap Monday's episode. Okay. Yeah, we, that's what you came here for. That's what you came here for. We're not going to stop doing what we do now just because of circumstances. So we start Monday in Crete, Greece. Picking up where we left off at the rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. Peter, Tyler, and Jed are, you know, celebrating. They're doing like, uh, I don't know, they look like the Three Ninjas. I don't remember that movie very much. You remember the movie Three Ninjas? It was like the brothers <laughs> yeah, and they had like movie. probably some dances yeah. and handshakes, I imagine. I haven't seen it in forever. But they're all excited. I'm like, hey. That's the one with Tum Tum, isn't it? 
that sounds familiar. Yes. Yeah. But it was they were very celebratory is my main <laughs> point. And one of them is going home. She's got a decision to make. Yeah, it's, the dust hasn't quite settled yet from Luke leaving, and the guys haven't quite under- realized like one of you is going home. This isn't a good situation for any of you yet. It's nothing to nothing to celebrate. You could be on the same flight home with Luke. In fact, the roses go to Jed. Wow, first rose. That was that was stunning to me. Really, I was stunned. Yeah. Okay. And Tyler gets the second rose. Wow. Peter was, does not get a rose. Go ahead. I thought it was interesting. Before she gave out the roses, she said, I have three men here I can see myself starting a life with. Which life do I want? I don't always th- think oh. about it that way. Like, which life? Maybe I have three good options here, but which life do I want? You know? Yeah. It, it's not necessarily who do I like the most. Which life is the best? Because I think she has three... Or she thought she had three good options at the time. On paper, all three good options. So maybe at that point, you're splitting hairs and it's just like, which do I want to live in Nashville? Do I want to, you know, maybe that's what breaks the tie for. Sure. Easily the hardest no rose of the season with Luke. It was a borderline final rose dumping reaction with Peter. Whoa, you want to talk about it. You want to talk about a mistake. (laughs) That's a mistake. I meant Peter. Uh, like we said, and like Hannah said during their talk, Peter was always her Ken doll husband, the guy he always, she always dreamed about pushing a stroller. I think that was his undoing, A.B. What do you think? I don't fully understand it. If this is what you've always dreamed of and then you finally get it, why don't you just go with your dream? I don't know. I, maybe it was. Maybe that's not what she's looking for quite yet, is that husband, that, uh, that Ken doll. I... <laughs> I wonder, Rim, if the pilot situation... She said, she, I'm holding on to the what life I want. Now, as the resident pilot expert here, Rim, yes, I'm no, going to speak a- on Mr. Aviation, please do. I've I been waiting for your thoughts. <laughs> a pilot's significant other isn't one of the easier things to be, like no. easier jobs Might for well your significant other to have. It seems like they'd be gone quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe... She says, which life do I want? I don't want to be a pilot's husband. I think that'd be fair. Interesting. I like that. I like that. Especially now that he's a commercial pilot. He's probably gone most days of the week. Yeah. Flying around. (laughs) And who knows what happens? If he's flashing that rolly in the cockpit, who knows what's going on? If I know anything about pilots. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Okay. Who knows? You can continue that sentence, listeners. It's false, but funny. My main takeaway here, um, it was weird to see Peter cry. I felt yeah. bad for him because he had to get in a, a fucking van and not a suite. Like, they couldn't get him a Tahoe. He's got to, like, open a van door like a yeah. cab at the end of the night. And it wasn't, it wasn't one that had the automatic doors. Like, he had to put yeah, the old van. Uh, you have to put a little behind it to swing there's it nothing, open. Listen, there's. I grew up in vans. Went many, many years <laughs> without getting in a van. Van doors, once you loot, it's not like riding a bike. You look like an idiot opening a van door if it's been a while, okay? Um, and also just not a lot happened here, but it was great, great television, I thought. It reminded me of that big moment in the Truman Show, I think, when either Truman figured out he was in the thing. You ever seen the Truman Show? Yeah, I've seen the Truman Show. 
Well, I mean, it's one of the great movies of all time. You're acting like, yeah, forgettable. You know, <laughs> forgettable I'm, flick. <laughs> I'm okay with Truman Show. Oh. Not my not my cup of tea. Not many really. people are indifferent to the Truman Show. The point is the music came out up at the right time. Whoever was in charge, the Christoph of Bachelorette, killed it for this scene. It was beautiful. Okay. Back in the studio. Do you have anything else on that? No, I, I just thought it was tough to watch. Yeah. I thought Peter was really heartbroken, and I think he actually was stunned by this. He was shocked by getting let go. I think he thought he had it in the bag. I think he really did. Uh, so, and it's understandable if he had sex four times, like well, a couple spoiler days ago. alert, AB. Though we haven't got listen, to that part yet, but listen, if he thought that, <laughs> if, if that happened, <laughs> that would lead one to believe. That would make me think, like, okay, well, I'm ahead of the curve. Are here. you kidding me? <laughs> it's over. Are what are we even doing me? here? Are you kidding me? It's it's over. Back in the studio, we're gonna go fast because I have ten pages of notes, and we usually have six. Back in the studio, Peter. Chris asks him, are you okay? He's not, of course. Tough to watch. Tough scene in the studio. Hey, before you jump into that, you saying you had 10 notes got me thinking of something. 10 Rim. pages, yeah. 10 pages of notes. People are people have come to expect us to go long, and they think it's yeah, like it's a bad. gimmick. No. It's no, not it's a gimmick. Legit, we don't force this at this no. point. Like, it kind of seems like, oh, they're just... They're just dragging it on, I um, bet. I'm vehemently to, shaking for my the gimmick. head. No, this is real, <laughs> this is real life. Long. It just gets longer and longer every episode. I, don't, I can't I don't explain know. it. I don't mean to do it, but here I am with more notes than ever. I <laughs> makes no sense. Well, tell you. And I'm, th- tonight there's two episodes, but literally, this is facts. Every time we facts. finish recording, we hit stop, and AB goes, jeez. <laughs> this is <laughs> not a gimmick. I just wanted to, I feel like I needed to say that because it feels like a gimmick, but no, no this is not a gimmick. Not. Every time I'm genuinely stunned when I see the time of our recording. Listen, I hate going long, and also I can see when people, like a graph of when people stop listening towards the end it's the answer like people drop the longer it is the worse it is for us so you i don't can't like have an hour and a half podcast people don't well, have this is the gonna time be an hour and a half that's, this is that's, gonna be this is gonna be two hours yeah i just want to respect the listener's time i'm t- i don't like going long period and it takes forever to edit listen i just thought i should we should say something <laughs> no. to the listeners we don't mean to it just happens yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> anyway peter's parents in the studio his mom killed this ab she knocked this out of the park she's bawling i felt like oh my god that could be my mom crying with dad right there it was great tv she was a mess also plays into how much she's into this franchise but it was it was a it was a a scene what did you make of the parents there i don't remember the parents being there in the past especially for the third place for the person that just got their heart broke like if uh, tyler and jed didn't have their parents no. At least they didn't show them. So I thought that was interesting to see. I liked it. I thought they should have all the parents. Like, yeah. Bring all the parents to this and let's get some real fireworks. Yeah. Let's get some dad fireworks wanting to beat up someone. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if Hannah's parents were there and her dad was like, Jed, you want to throw down? <laughs> That's exactly what was crossing my mind. Peter hesitated to tell Hannah how he really felt. Because he knew it was possible they would not end up together. Which is interesting because he did seem 100% confident after their overnight date. So even though he's, mm-hmm. he's, he waited until basically the day before to tell her how he really felt. But it seemed to me like he, I think he regretted not saying something sooner. Yeah, I agree. Hannah comes out. My main takeaway here 
at the time was that the door is still open for Peter. <laughs> okay, Rem, no, it's not. It's no, not? Did you, you not no. see the way? Come on, those two were basically holding hands. They, it, it almost seemed like buddy-buddy at this point. Um, I don't know. Okay. Like shared experience. I, I don't think there's any ill will on either side. Oh, no, 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 of course not. I think they're both pals for life, but I don't, I didn't sense the, uh, the romantic spark was still there. Could have misread it. I just think I was comparing it to other times that the lead comes out and talks to the person who we just saw as heartbroken, second or third place, whatever. Usually they're just, like happy to see him, but it's arm's length, physically and emotionally. Uh, you know, more of a muted smile. Sure, I saw a glimmer in the eye. I got to tell you, Ab, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say I I think this more so than ever. Uh, Peter got this far in the season, and I still think that it was a very good breakup. Like, it wasn't a bad breakup. Even though he did seem to think he had it in the bag, he still handled it really well and didn't seem to... He seemed to understand, you know, you had three good guys there. Yeah. Um, You had to make a choice, and it just wasn't me. So, I think they just ended it well. Did you pick up on anything in Hannah's behavior that hinted at what the final result would be for the season? Because I did. I did not, no. Okay. Read between the lines, A.B. Here's one thing. Hannah said she was scared she might be letting go of the perfect guy. And someone in the audience goes, you did. And then she kind of laughed and shrugged. And she's like, well, you know, like he's better than the one I ended <laughs> up with. It was pretty obvious. And then just the fact the windmill reference that Chris made, which, by the way, I think, strangely, Peter's parents were, I think, over the top pleased. Oh. It was a little too pleased. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't fully understand. The mom was hooting and hollering like a, little... a fan in the crowd. Like, obviously, the, the crowd's going to erupt at <laughs> <Of> that <course. laughs> revelation that they had sex on a windmill four times. But the mom was, I would say, I would not have been comfortable. <laughs> Listen, she... Everybody's family is different. I would it's not have been much. comfortable in that moment. And uh, it was just it was a little strange. His his mom clapped like he just made the game winning shot in the big game. It was just <laughs> like, OK, um, but not only the fun part of that, I don't think Hannah's the one that said that no one asked her. She said it. I don't that made it clear. If she to was me, still engaged. If she was engaged. There's no way you would say that. None. Yeah, it's in very poor taste if you're still engaged. So at that moment, I was like, okay, this is obvious. And then every, basically everything Chris said the rest of the night made it, I think, obvious. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think about that, but now that you say it, yeah, I agree. Tyler meets the family, okay? We're back in Greece. Tyler with uh, Hannah's mom. He's confident. He's complimentary. He's, he's handling the situation. It's clear to me that he loves her. What did you make of Tyler's performance with the family? He did great, Rim. He knocked it out of the park. He's respectful. What did you expect, though, Rim? I mean, it's very on brand everything for him, he's of course. done. Yeah, it's very on brand for Tyler to be an awesome guy yep. <laughs> that everyone loves. So nothing surprising here. Uh, Tyler's dad basically opens, or Hannah's dad, excuse me, basically opens with like, so I heard you guys didn't do it in the fantasy suite. You cool <laughs> with that, bro? And he's like, of course, Tyler handles it as well as anyone could. Um, Hannah and her dad. Hannah reveals here that when he Tyler reacted when she delivered that news about the fantasy suite, that sh that's when she knew, okay, I actually do love this guy, which was a new revelation. 
Tyler's Hannah's mom loves Tyler. Tyler fits in. They like him. He's natural. Everyone in, he interacts with, it goes well. I mean, by not having sex with his daughter, I don't think you could provide a better present. Like, he brought the roses to the mom and he didn't have sex with her daughter for, for the it's dad. It's got to feel good. It's <laughs> got to feel good for, the, for Pops. Yeah. yeah. You, first guy I meet, good. nothing happened to the fantasy suites. It's all about connecting. <laughs> uh, bench outside the crib. Hannah tells Tyler she's falling in love with him. She's gotten over there. There's lust concerns, you may remember. I never thought I'd be this excited about Tyler, she said. Maybe now that was strange to me. He's in the top in the top two. Well, I think a lot of people, Hannah included, just thought Tyler was this pretty slick boy that yeah. uh you know is, doesn't have a lot going on, is and is just smooth a operator. bunch of smooth lines. But it turns out he's just a guy with smooth lines that's also a great guy. Yeah. The smooth lines might obscure the how good of a person he is. Exactly. Because you kind of roll your, I was I was guilty of that. I remember early on in the season. Oh, for sure. They're at the they're at the mansion. I was like and then you were like I like Tyler. And I'm like, "What? This guy's a throwaway." <laughs> yeah. I was I no no expectation that he'd make it this far. But I mean, he did. He to be honest, to be. who would have thought it would go like this for Tyler? I mean, even I liked Tyler, but I didn't think he was going to make it this far. He kind of nobody grew as a character, as a fan favorite in this show. He's one of the he's one of the most he's the most eligible bachelor in the world right now. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody loves this guy. Jed meets the family. So that goes really well. Long story short, that goes very well. As expected, Jed meets the family. Hannah's mom is in love with Tyler. So this is a problem for Jed is because they already met Tyler. That's it's a big, it's a big problem. You, you go after Tyler. You Tyler's very energetic. He's uh, charming. He's nice. Magnetic. He's, he he's, owns the he room. A little owned, bit. He walks into a room. And you know, he's there, but he doesn't. It's not too much because some people can be too much, you know, over the top peacocking but no tyler's perfect he's the perfect <laughs> perfect male and then you have to follow him as That's a tough. guy with no electricity Ugh. and you have a secret that's burning a hole inside of you. So obviously you're not like yourself hundred percent. So it's a tough situation for Jed. You got to look his dirt dad in the eye as knowing you have this other stuff going. This that's one way you need it. It's interesting to think back and just think of Jed, you know, has this secret this whole time that he has to go through all this stuff. It's horrifying. What is going We'll get to it later. But honestly, you could look back at any scene in this show that he's in and be like, what are you thinking? (laughs) He's sitting down with the dad of the girl that he's about to, he's going to have to propose. (laughs) Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And he's just. Just look the dad in the eye. He knows that things are going to blow up. Like eventually things are going to blow up and he knows this. So he's looking at, he's lying to all these people for months. Let's go through the interactions. Um, he basically has no shit. All that said, especially given her mom's attitude toward Tyler, he has no shot when he walks in the no, door. No, 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 no. With the family. Well, I hadn't thought about the job thing. I didn't really either, but, but that was the whole, yeah, I mean, that was all this sense. was about. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. They're like, he didn't have a good answer for. Okay. Let me talk about this, AB. Go for it. Tells him he's a musician and a songwriter. Okay. Typical response. 
might be, oh, that's cool. Like, that's great. You're following your passion, pursuing your dreams. You're still young. You're 25. But the Brown family was like, oh, like instant raised eyebrows, skepticism. Hannah's dad starts off their conversation basically like, all right, so you're poor. What are we going to do about that? It was, <laughs> it, was, it was tough. You start off at a disadvantage. Yeah. Let's Care to comment? I'm looking at you. I doubt you can sing. What else you got going for you? <laughs> and here's the main thing. Jed is completely incapable at delivering his message effectively. Okay. He was not prepared to no. give a rundown of whatever highlights he's had in his career, whatever developments are going on. He, he like he probably himself has a positive outlook on how it's going the future. And, you know, maybe he finishes with like a realistic understanding of what he'll need to do if it doesn't work out. But he wasn't ready for any of that. He he instead he was just like, well, you know, music. So anyway, <laughs> he also he also says so Richard you know, digs in a little bit, pokes at him a little bit. Yeah. How are you going to make money? Jed says he has, he wants to have as many avenues as to make money as possible. You just got to elaborate. You're talking touring, you're talking album sales, you're talking merch, you're talking commercial. Yeah. Look how, what, quick, look how easy that is to like sell. Easy. That, like you know? I could have sold what he was doing a lot better. What I, By just leaving it as I want to have a bunch of avenues, it makes you seem like you're jumping from job to job yeah. and you're never going to have any or money. Or you like want to have some real estate or like do stock. Yeah. Like, yeah it's you're just going to dabble in a specific. bunch of, Yeah. Something. Um, his, he says, my most major accomplishment is I signed a deal with a dog food company. Now, people roasted this, okay? He delivered it like an idiot because he, he delivered it like, this is the best I could possibly do, dog food. And that comes off as like, oh, Jesus, my daughter's not marrying him. Let me be the first to say, I would do a ad read for dog food with no hesitation, okay? No, no doubt certain. about it. No doubt about I'm it. Sure, I'm sure. We are open listen. for business, dog food companies of North America. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Rim, did you hear the dog food jingle? Yes. We'll get to, let's get to that at the end. We'll get to that later? Yes. But to it's your bad. point, <laughs> I bet that actually was a really big deal, like, he oh, probably sure. made he probably, a, like he probably made a bunch of money. He probably made a bunch of money. Like I didn't. When he said that, yeah, it was. It came off bad because he's an idiot. Exactly. Uh, but I bet that actually was a big deal. <laughs> of course, he said it in a way that made it seem like he should be embarrassed for that. And then he just delivered it. He was just like, "Dog food's the the pinnacle well, of my career. This is high as I'll get." He said nothing about like doing ads and stuff, you know, that being part of his plan is, you know, writing jingles for different companies, which is respectable. But so somebody's got to do that. It by just the way. came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it, he started the conversation talking about his music career. And when you hear that, you think of being a performer or writing songs for, you know, a-list musicians or whatever. Yeah. So when you say that and then just randomly burst out like. <laughs> I also got this dog food dog thing. Food. That's all I got. <laughs> it, it comes off bad. I, he just didn't present it well. Exactly. Listen, he, maybe he wants to be a big music star. Okay. Maybe that was his goal. Maybe he does just want to write songs and you start writing jingles. I want to say somebody writes jingles for commercials and gets paid handsomely for doing so. That's not like a laughable game. No, no, you know what I mean? There's a all. lot of commercials and a lot of jingles and a lot of stuff to do. Did a little research. Brad Pitt, before he got his start, was in a Pringles commercial, and he had no lines, okay? Wow. Courtney Cox, a tampon commercial. 
Stephen Colbert used to do commercials for a regional bank in Nebraska. Th- these people were in their 20s all doing this. So Jed's, you could argue that Jed's like ahead of the game, especially for country musicians. Some of them get a late start. Now, let me stop you here, Rim. I don't want us to come off as Jed apologists here. I feel like I'm coming off as a Jed apologist. What are you going to say? No, I'm saying I don't want us to come off as Jed oh, apologists, no, 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 so no. I'm going to stop us a little I'm, bit I'm here. saying he delivered this news worse than anybody could have possibly. He handled this <laughs> so poorly, it was breathtaking. What are you going to say? No, that's that's all. I didn't okay. have anything to say. I just wanted he to... He was not prepared. He blew this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm just saying, like... That's no that small part thing. Wasn't, that's no big deal. The, the dog food company thing, I didn't take that like a reason to roast the guy no but he just delivered it like it was he like yeah. set himself up to be roasted <laughs> yeah. for this it was crazy to see his his just la- he has no charisma no charm no ability to think on his feet and that doomed him with the family this here's how hannah's mom described him when she's talking to hannah well he has qualities <laughs> qualities <laughs> Just qualities. He's got some bad qualities. That's what she meant. Uh, Jed's dad to Hannah beat her. He's or Hannah's dad to Hannah said Jed beat around the bush a little bit, stretches things out a little longer. No direct answer. He's called him a liar. Basically, he knows he's hiding something. (laughs) And then he Hannah's dad with the shade, as they say, he said he was real proud of that dog food jingle. Like, God (laughs) damn. Damn, let the guy live with the dog food. And the guy gets him. You don't even know what the check was, bro. Could have been a big check. God damn, you're killing him. Relax on the Jed love, uh, Rim. It's not love. I'm just saying this was just so insane to see. Um, Hannah leaves the meetings, confu- the family meetings, confused. She's freaking out. Obviously, she liked Jed more. This is how I took it. But the family yeah. put that doubt in her mind. Like, this is not the you, guy. You know how it's going to go. This happens on Bachelor all the time. The family likes one uh, one person better. And it's almost always... I've never seen it where the family likes the person that's going to win. Like, the person she yeah. likes the most is never the person that the family also likes. So, as soon as she started... I mean, the family... T- gave you their opinion like what are we why'd you even bring them here if you don't want our opinion is my <laughs> is my thought if i'm the dad some people made some parallels between hannah's family telling her jed's not you know hint hint jed's not the guy and other guys in the house telling her hint hint luke's not the guy you know what i mean like and then she heard these things and just kind of didn't want to hear yeah. it because she I agree already had her mind made up about jed and then luke previously so tyler one-on-one date daytime uh they go horseback riding big z's triple z's on this ab i got almost nothing on this date with tyler we already saw the horseback riding like the fun fun tyler hannah horse thing it's past things go well that's what i have of course they do nothing (laughs) tyler one-on-one date nighttime i guess there was a little something here tyler wants a family there's kind of a big talk uh, he might name his son after me. I don't know if you picked up on that. He's going to play basketball. Hannah's on board. You make me the happiest I've ever been, and I don't see that changing, AB. Wow. These two are making out anything on she, this day. I mean, imagine making out with Tyler. That would be something. Hannah also says he's. it's almost like he's that perfect guy, the one that you want to introduce to everyone. Somebody you can be proud of. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. 
Hannah says I could see being in his arms forever. I mean, scandal aside, you're really going to pick Jed over, I mean, the, yeah. over Tyler? I think it's a good time just to look. Take a pull. Step back a little Let's bit. Let's step back and look down on this situation from up above. Okay. So we got Tyler, who's the perfect guy. <laughs> she said it, not me. She said it. Okay. okay? Right. I also hey, said you, it, you but she it, said though. it. You would I would say it. Yeah, okay. I, I have said it, but she said it. Perfect guy. I could imagine being with him forever. He's got a great job. He's fun. He is, I mean, he's sincere. He's caring. sincere. He's great looking. Smoking the passion hot. is there. <sighs> what is missing? What's missing? And then you got this other guy who his family told you he's not ready to get married. Yep. His, your family told you they don't, don't like him as him. much as Tyler. Don't marry him. Uh, he isn't. He doesn't fun. have juice. He doesn't have juice. He's not. He's that not funny. Fun. the The personalities don't seem to match, no. which is okay, I guess. Uh, he's worse looking. I don't want to compare guys, but no, we never is. do that. But you just I wouldn't did, do so. that. <laughs> <laughs> what are we seeing here? I'm 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 just confused what what the choice even is. This comes up in the mailbag, and I think part of that can be attributed to we spent so much time on Luke this season that we just didn't see enough of the person she ended up picking. So even though I I'm with you on everything, we don't even have enough content to look back on and and point to and say this is why they fit together because there wasn't enough time spent on them. Um, before the break, after this date, Chris reminds us that what we just saw doesn't matter because Jed wins and he has a girlfriend the whole time. He basically said this <laughs> stuff on Monday. He said, what happened after we stopped filming? It's an ending no one expected. Least of all, Hannah. It might not be a fairy tale ending. You didn't pick up on these hints, Alex? I had... Uh, you were know, like, oh, I hope she picks Tyler. Like, come on. At that... <laughs> <laughs> going into the last day for some reason I still thought Tyler was going to win I really did just because I think I couldn't comprehend how she would like there was no reasons <laughs> that she would pick <laughs> Jed I, there just wasn't in my head any reason she would pick Jed so yeah I still thought Tyler was going to win the only way I thought Tyler was going to win was they leaned so hard into it being Jed that I almost felt like they were trying to throw us off the scent a little bit. But then I remembered the cozy relationship they have with People Magazine, and I figured they wouldn't kind of yeah. disparage that story. Anyway, uh, Jed date. Daytime, they go on a sailboat. The waters are choppy, though. I feel like Hannah's hungover, so it's not that fun. Anything on the daytime. You ever got seasick, Rim? Yeah, I mean, going on the water terrifies me. I don't, I don't get really seasick unless I'm in a small boat, which I'm not rich enough to ever be in, so... I would in this scenario. I would get seasick. Yes. Yeah. It seemed choppy. Okay. It was just choppy. The show was choppy. <laughs> hey, just checking. Of course I get seasick. I get seasick. Think, <laughs> what are you kidding me? <laughs> I would get seasick looking over the thing and down into the deep, deep waters that would swallow me alive if I fell off the boat. So yeah, that's, I am scared of the ocean. Do you want me to say it? I've said <laughs> okay, for it. I'll yeah. say it again. Jed date <laughs> nighttime. What did you say? Okay, well, you got it out of me. Big shocker. <laughs> Jed date, nighttime. He can't picture his life without Hannah. I've never had it make sense with any... I've never had it make sense with anyone. I've never <laughs> you know even what? considered it. Your voice makes me remember. I forgot to write this down. What his voice and cadence reminds me of. 
He sounds like Beavis of Beavis and Yes, Bud. yes, Queen. I it's just Beavis. remembered that yeah. when I was watching. He sounds like Beavis. Okay. Go back and watch Beavis. Beavis is the brown haired one, right? I don't know. I think Beavis is the brown haired one. First off, in fifth grade, if you that came seems to like school- a, that seems like your type of show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't. I don't. I had a Beavis and Butthead run there in fifth grade. If you showed up without being able to talk about what happened on Beavis and Butthead last night, you were an idiot. You just did not fit in. Now I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this, and I'm not going to. But if I did, I would say that there are some physical similarities. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's just. I don't. That's not something I would say. Okay. Nighttime. <laughs> Uh, Jed would love her no matter where she was or what the circumstances. Hannah doesn't know who she's going to pick. Okay. You know, th- this, since this Jed news came out, we've been thinking, obviously he's going to try and get out of it. That's what we thought his hometown date was, was he's trying to get out of this. Yeah. Let's get out of here. We thought, okay, he missed the window of opportunity to send himself home. Like someone like clay, for example, we thought, okay, he's in too deep. How's he going to get out of this? Because he has to get out of it, but he keeps going the whole time and you're starting to think maybe he doesn't want to get out of this devil's advocate maybe this scandal is not in his eyes what it seems to be on the surface or maybe he's controversy uh, creates cash controversy creates cash well that's you know i just didn't know i'm start i at this point i started to lose a handle on what his strategy could be like, why are you oh, still? I've, how I've, how I've, you got to lose, Jed? You got to lose. I, I think know. he. I think. You know, it'd be hard for me to do something. I. Yeah, I wouldn't do this. But like, if I was in this deep, He's you in just so deep. Kind of try to keep pushing back the bad thing that is inev- inevitably going to mm. happen to you. You know, like he knows. What's the best case scenario, I guess? There's there's still a p- possibility his girlfriend doesn't say, ever say anything, but that's yeah. an unlikely situation. So he knows likely at some point he's going to have to face the music here. So I think he just kind of was scared of facing that music the entire time and he wanted to just keep pushing it back. And eventually it got too late. Like he couldn't just leave the show and ruin... I'm, I'm. He couldn't just leave at this point. He's in yeah. too deep. Yeah. He just, he just waited too long. I think, and was scared of the repercussions of his actions, and never wanted to face them, and didn't want to believe he was ever going to have to face them. That's the only thing I can think. I have another possible theory. It's probably a blend of everything. We'll get to it when the confrontation happens. Okay. Hannah is in studio with Chris to wrap up this episode. Will Hannah get what she deserves, or will it be the most shocking finale in Bachelor history? AB goes to his Tyler poster after the episode's over, thinking he's still got a chance. <laughs> Chris, he does it. Chris gave some, uh, would you call it chilling advice to end the episode? Like, it, it, what did he say? Get some sleep tonight? Bachelor Nation, if you've ever listened to anything I've ever said, oh. get a good night's rest tonight. You're going to need it. Here's what Hannah said, too. He's like, Hannah wants to say something. She goes, since that last day in Greece, the past couple of months have been really tough and emotional. Again, you're just not saying this if you pick Tyler, period. Really tough and emotional. I know there are a lot of rumors out there, and tomorrow night, I don't even know what's going to happen. But I have a lot of questions that need to be answered. But she could still be saying that if he got second. 
this is me apologist <laughs> me apologizing <laughs> yeah, for me yeah. still Spin believing Ty yeah, was going to win yeah. at this point yeah well here's the other thing you need to keep in mind most people watching probably had no clue about this i mean 9 million people watch this show i'm not sure 5 million of them read the people article I do, it's possible. So, or there's a good, good, chunk of so you're people, saying there's a good chunk of people who don't even know anything about the Jed stuff. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because we interact with podcast listeners. If you listen to a Bachelor recap podcast, you're a super fan of The Bachelor. Okay. So you got to understand that there's a massive amount of people who are just like, watch the show on Mondays, and that's all the content they consume from it. So I, I got to think. That's fair. I think maybe their thinking was. They knew the real drama was coming on after the final rose, so they didn't want people to turn it off after, you know, whoever wins at the end gets the rose because they're like, ah, I'm good. They they were they were hyping up what was coming hour two Tuesday night. Sure. Anyway, okay, night two, moving right along. Chris starts with hey, um, before you start into this room. You think you, if you get tickets to night one, you get tickets to night two? I, I saw this. About okay. That. It's hard to tell. I, I did see one distinctive looking man kind of towards same the front guy. that was in the same seat both nights. Oh, so I think okay, so I think probably. that's probably the case. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Chris starts it off with, uh, I don't know, he struck terror in my heart. A little bit. <laughs> that's, what he said. that's what I felt at the end of the last so, episode. I was whoa. like, whoa. Whoa. Here's what he said. Blah, blah, blah. We also see the massive destructive forces of lies and betrayal. It was like, Jeez, wow. Jesus. Serious. <laughs> this is no longer a lighthearted, fun show. <laughs> no. Someone's life's getting ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's a hell, Jed's going to it. Stay tuned. <laughs> we also see a proposal that, in retrospect, can only de be described as cringeworthy. They, at this point, okay, at that they point, want yeah, us I mean, to know it's Jed. Listen, at that point, that's when I realized, okay, All right. <laughs> we're done here with Tyler. It's unfortunate. Uh, Crete, Greece. Hannah says she's been falling in love with Tyler and Jed throughout the journey. I'm old enough to remember when falling in love with two people was like unspeakable. Taboo. A, a rarity. Taboo. Yeah. Now it seems like every season you have to. It almost. basically started with Ben Higgins. 
And since then, it's been every single person has been in love with multiple people. My first season, by the way. So if I watch an old season, it would be strange to see a singular love. A quick note about Jed picking out a ring with Neil Lane, who hasn't aged a day since I've seen the show. He, He picks out one that's an oval. This one represents our love more just because of the oval shape. It's kind of a constant, and we've been constant. I'm no geometry major, <laughs> but of all the ellipses, an oval is the only one that isn't constant. You're thinking of a circle. That is constant <laughs> distance from the center. An oval kind of changes speed. You know what I mean? You, you think yeah, about, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. No, I'm with you. Thanks. <laughs> dead and wrong. Neil's, and Neil's looking at him like, never heard that one before. <laughs> the oval's a constant. Interesting. The only okay. thing I could think of when they're picking out these rings I don't even think I heard what you just said there. I was just thinking of Luke showing up with that piddly ass little tiny oh, ass ring last episode. Hey. Like she's going to take that little ring. Again. Yeah, right. <laughs> imagine her. Ta- again, not his ring, not his idea. But imagine her being like, yes, this is the ring I this want. Is, this is what this I signed is up the for. ring when she knows that there's like a million dollar diamond ring coming around the corner. Um, on the way to the proposals, Hannah freaks out, shakes her head, asks the driver to stop the car so she can get some air, trips on a crack in the streets of Crete on her heels. Very That would be a very strange sight to see if you're just driving by, you know, going to do your job <laughs> and you see the friggin' bachelorette on her in her wedding dress just sitting on her ass thinking. I thought it was funny, Rim. The producers run up to her. They're like, are you OK? Are you OK? It reminded me of myself, Rim, with a little kid, because then she holds her elbow up. There's no blood. There's no, there's no damage. This is exactly like my daughter, Isabel. She'll, I'll be like, oh, are you okay? And then she'll be like, oh, I need a Band-Aid. No, when there's no blood. There was nothing wrong with her elbow. I looked at it. There was no blood there. She's like, oh, you see this? Do you put a Band-Aid on it anyway? Yeah, you put a Band-Aid on it anyway. Uh, what... I'd say no. You're fine. No harm, <laughs> just... no foul. No blood, no, no foul. I'd say she has a Band-Aid addiction. That's all she's <laughs> doing it for is the Band-Aids. And that's what Hannah reminded me of. <laughs> well, you guys probably have like, you probably spent extra money on the brand. Yeah, we got, tons of, we got tons of Band-Aids, all different <laughs> options and colors. Listen, Band-Aid, if you're listening, we have slots open. <laughs> we do have slots. <laughs> okay. It's good. Princess Band-Aids. <laughs> Tyler steps out of the limo first. That's a harsh... Um, transition, but Tyler steps out of the limo first, and no. you know what that means. You know what that means. And you can tell it's him, because the shoe, sock, pant combo is effortlessly stylish and perfectly tailored. <laughs> <laughs> when that shoe came off, I'm like, oh, that's Tyler. <laughs> I think he looked giddy to be there. He he wasn't overconfident. He's just excited to make it official with Hannah. I think he, he always has, just love. has the right disposition for the moment, yeah. I think. What do you make of his speech? He starts giving a really good speech. No surprise there. I Mm. liked that Hannah, I feel like she did a good job of cutting him off at the appropriate time. She can't just stop him at the start. You have to wait, but then you also don't want to be cruel and like get close to the actual engagement part. So she did a good, good job of stopping him. Uh, And Tyler knew exactly what was happening immediately when he was stopped. He says... This isn't it. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> this isn't what's this good. Yeah, that's a good line too. All right. Uh, it w- I, I agree with you. You don't want to let him get down on one knee. I feel like some bachelorettes have done that, which is brutal. But it seemed organic. It was the best of Tyler. You know, there were some lines, but it was authentic, yeah. sincere, heartfelt. It was very 
Tyler. It was beautiful. Hannah did. I think contractually she had to let him oh, yeah. get through She's some gotta, of it. Yeah, absolutely. I saw when when she told him his face, it was true devastation, Rim, and that made yeah. me sad. Yeah. I think he was really in love with this girl. Now, as Jonathan Van Ness would say, would say, he was serving devastated looks, though. Like he look when his his like when he'd look off to the side, he would you know he'd bite his lower lip, and you're like, damn. Even when Tyler is <laughs> crushed, <laughs> he looks good He's doing yeah. it. Okay, He's doing it. Yep. When when she said I love someone else to him, that's when it really hurt. Me and Tyler. Yeah. Well, she said when I said I'm I'm falling in love with you, I meant it. And then she, she's like, but in terms of the love tears, I'm one higher with Jed. That's what she said. She's the ultimate. Yeah. I'm one higher with Jed. I love Jed. Classic Tyler fashion, which is nothing it. but the best. He handles it better than anyone I've ever seen. He says, I'm still going to be your biggest fan rooting for you. How do you, how do you say that? Well, After he must have known Jed broke- had a girlfriend. <laughs> he was like, this is going to come crashing down. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe you this didn't. man know. was raised right. Sure. Okay. What did you make of? I I was kind of surprised when he said, "Wishing nothing but the best with you and Jet." He said the, his name. I'm it's class, Ram. It's class it's on t- top of class. I'm not sure I have the strength to do that. Be like, well, good <laughs> exactly. luck. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not go saying cry. that that fucking guy's name. No <laughs> yeah. way. But Tyler, who is one of the classiest people, I cannot believe where we're at with Tyler, how popular he is in my it's head crazy. and in the world's head. Yeah. And it's deserved. This guy's incredible. Um, as a, We'll talk about this later, but as a pro Mike for Bachelor fan, I'm getting a little nervous. I Yeah, <laughs> okay. I hear you. One thing about Tyler. Here's my put a bow on Tyler. I never doubted his sincerity at any point, okay? I made fun of his lines, especially early, um, but it, he... The whole time, there was never a point where I thought Tyler didn't actually really like Hannah. I, I never thought he was there for the wrong reasons. I never thought he just came on the show to promote his modeling career, though who knows, whatever. It's He was sincere start to finish. I do think the bar was a little low later in the season. I love Tyler, but he was put up on this on ridiculous pedestal because he was respectful. Whereas I think a lot of other guys, if they were in the same position as him would have reacted the same way. Well, he kind of got, he, you have to remember too. I mean, he got kind of lucky too, in the sense that the other pedestals beside him were kept lowering. Like he had yes. Luke yes. and Peter and Jed. Those are the final three. So you've got Luke who's in the dumpster already. Then yep. you have Jed who just keeps his, his freaking pedestal is, is keeps low and almost lower than Luke's. And yeah. then Peter has a story come out. So the only one that was unscathed by anything outside of the show was was uh, Tyler. And he he ran with it. He exceeded expectations. He did everything right for from my view. But he was you're right, because you're comparing him to the scuzz buckets. Yeah, you, you get that extra boost. I think he's great. But I think I saw something, I think, on the the Bachelorette official account called him a feminist icon and i'm like jeez you just you're a nice guy for a couple minutes mm, and you're agree. the highest <laughs> you're the, the bit the, the iconic uh ideal man it's like listen he's a great guy but it's really not that it's not that hard to not be a scumbag and also mike would have done the same thing mike for bachelor okay moving on <laughs> <laughs> that's my main takeaway there okay time for jed to come out <sighs> 
Can you believe he brought his guitar? Yeah. I know we shouldn't be surprised, but I could not believe my eyes. There was when I a saw collective that. Bachelor Nation puke when he Come stepped on, out dude. of the when he stepped out with that guitar. Are you kidding me? This is not a whose line is it anyway skit. This is a proposal. <laughs> you don't need a prop. What do you have that guitar for? I mean, I mean are you kidding way to make me? it about you, frankly? Like, got the guitar. Like, hey, now shout out to him. For having the cojones to walk that long way with the guitar, not knowing if he he might get rejected, and even have to like drag his guitar back, like <laughs> you know, Snoopy in the blanket or whatever, yeah. Linus in the blanket. <laughs> he doesn't even hold both her hands during his speech because he's got to he hold the guitar with his other hand. Guitar rib, <laughs> he can't hold her hands. It's a, it's absurd. Hannah, the, I I wish I were like off to the side. I've been like Hannah. He came on the show to promote his music. He told you that. And now he brought a guitar to your proposal. Okay. Abort. <laughs> this is not going like you wanted to. I mean, he th- was this his fifth time with the guitar? At least. There's like half the episodes he's had his guitar out. It is so clear what this man is doing at this point. You, you want to hear my Jed music take? I would Galaxy love one brain. I got one too. Galaxy Brain. It's not about the quality of his music. It's about his intentions. Oh. So based on what we find out about his past relationships later in this episode, I'm starting to think he doesn't love music with all his heart. I'm starting to think he loves what music does, i.e. just bring your guitar everywhere, pretend to sing pretty good, and hook up with chicks. I think he's used the guitar as a tool most wow. of his adult life. This is, again, based on what we learn how sure. he describes his previous relationships. Anyway, what's your take? Listen, or does it fit in later? No, it doesn't. Right here, I've, I'm going to talk about the lyrics, Rim. He wrote wrote this song. <laughs> it pains me to say this, Rim. They were beautiful lyrics. I don't know what else to tell you. If you, if you gave these lyrics to, you know... Thomas Rhett or or friggin' Brad Whoa, Paisley or deep someone. Deep cut with Thomas Rhett, A.B. Wow. That's the, what about Kane Brown? What year, about Kane Rim? Brown? Huge Kane Brown guy. Me. I'm okay with Kane Brown. I <laughs> oh, like him. Well, he's, yeah. Country <laughs> snob. Anyways, you okay, give this ahead. to Kane Brown. You give these lyrics to Kane Brown. You're talking about a smash hit that they're playing at weddings for years and years and years. Okay. That's the good lyrics were okay. The lyrics were beautiful. They were touching Rim. The guy's got some talent in songwriting. Okay. I don't like to say it, but that's just the truth. You want me to be unbiased or biased here? I always want you to be unbiased. Also am biased too, because that's funny. If he has a future in music, it is in songwriting though, because obviously he's oh, not going to sell out shows because he's the most hated dunk. man in the world. Well, the, not only the voice, you can get away yeah, with that voice. And he's hated, yeah. He's hated. If he's a good songwriter though, it doesn't matter if how if you're a good or bad person. You're behind the scenes making money writing songs for people. I think if, if the lyrics were that good, I didn't know because I was like banging out tweets, but <laughs> the lyrics were that good. He's set. <laughs> The rim. That being said, if there was a Jed concert, in like if he came to Des Moines, I would go. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. Go. I would go. Kidding me? No. Sorry. I'd, I'd go, go if it were within walking Not distance for and free. Enjoying music just to be. It'd be very funny to go to a Jed concert. It would be funny to boo. It would be funny to boo. Actually, it'd be disrespectful. Be nice to artists. Okay. Jed asks Hannah to marry him. She says yes. Um, and if we didn't have the scandal, I think it would have been an okay moment. Not a great moment because we didn't know Jed that well from on screen. Mm-hmm. And most people, I think, even without the scandal, would have thought she had other better options. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, even the celebration was subdued. He's just kind of a boring guy. Like, 
he doesn't have that juice. He doesn't have that charisma that you're usually looking for, which is fine, which always makes me wonder, like, how would I be thinking if this off the screen stuff hadn't happened? Yeah. I don't know that I'd be mad at all at her choosing Jed. Like, there's you'd be okay have, with it. I think I'd be I'd be fine with it. Um, but with the, the off screen stuff that just pointed a magnifying glass on him the, this whole time. So I was watching him even closer. And that's kind of why we had to talk about it in the I mean, I didn't consider it a spoiler, but we still had to. That's how people were viewing the show once yeah. that news came out. Yep. Um, before the break, Chris says Jed is about to face the music. He'd been sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> um, side note. You might not notice this. Pop superstar Demi Lovato was in the crowd. Oh, I noticed Rim. Next, but they didn't even mention her. She was sitting next to Demi from Colton season. Yeah, two Demis. Two Demis. Didn't acknowledge her. Very. I'm like, you got the big. You, you got, got the star superstar house, back here. Her name. <laughs> yeah, a little strange that they didn't mention her. I, it's become clear this season that she's been watching. I've seen. I've read a lot of as as I'm doing the. You know. The, well, did we talk about her and Tyler as a headline of the week? Maybe. No, not her like and Tyler, her and Mike. Uh, Mike, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I yeah. brought them up as a, as a headline of the week. She's been in multiple headlines as I've been scrolling through headlines uh, over the season. I, she's she's a fan now. Behind the scenes iPhone video moment. Uh, Jed trimmed his beard. That's not great either. To the camera, <laughs> Hannah starts talking about how real they both are with one another. Wow. Now, I was watching this footage, them dancing, you know, in Greece, by the pool, hanging out. And I thought, I mean, what do you want him to do? Turn down all these accommodations? I mean, he's made it this far. <laughs> he might as well just keep rolling with the free hotels. <laughs> Hannah's words. During the, to the camera. During the second night after we got engaged, Jed told me that he'd been hanging out with this girl before he came to come on the show. Uh -oh. Said he broke it off a week before the show, said it was nothing. Okay. Now, right away, the fact that he waited until after you're engaged, until the cameras go away, to say, oh, I was, I had a girlfriend before, but it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. That to me is like, it sure seems like I should worry about it. Otherwise, A, you wouldn't tell me, or B, you would have told me a long time ago. We if had, it was nothing. And even if you wanted to do it off camera, they had you know, fantasy suite time. Yeah. 12 hours. You could have told me this. Yeah. It's very deceitful at best. At best. At best, it's deceitful and he's hiding something from you. Then the People article comes out. Uh-oh. The article included texts, details about what Pictures. was said the day he was leaving for the show, getting on the plane. Not good make, details either. No, he I didn't I forgot about this. He wrote like a personal love note the <laughs> day he left the show, a, a literal physical love note. It's clear he did not end the relationship before coming on the show, okay? Lie detector test determined that was a lie. Now, Jed meets Hannah once this news breaks at her fire accommodations in the Hollywood Hills, I imagine. I don't know about you, A.B., but I knew this was we're, this was going to go extremely poorly. Oh, yeah. As soon as he knocked on the door. <laughs> he did the pop goes the weasel knock. It's like, read the room one time, Jed. This is not a fun knock situation. This is a somber knock situation. You're in trouble. It wasn't pop goes the weasel, but it was a funny knock. Yeah, it was. It was he went... I, am I, I'm, no, Paco's like weasel the, doesn't sound right, but he did the. He did that. 
Yes, that's what but he you did. can't yeah. change the you yeah. know, note. But <laughs> it was that, that on the, cadence. Yeah, he did the cadence on the the door. What the fuck did you think this this was gonna be? This is when I started to realize he doesn't know. He doesn't get it. <laughs> no, he doesn't, and he must not have watched Becca season. It looked like the same exact location. Like, <laughs> yeah. if it they're bringing but I know you, what you mean, if yeah. they're bringing you to the uh, to a random house like that, you're probably in some trouble. You're in trouble. You're the, the and they got article all came the cameras. Out. People are like recording you when you step out of the car. Did that happen on any of your other meetups with her, Jed? Something he might st- be going on here, and it was after a. a People magazine came out? I mean, imagine going to the principal's office and being like, what's going on, Prince? Yeah. <laughs> Been a minute. Yeah, well, you're expelled, sir. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you came in so gleefully. He starts off with, now, after a People magazine article comes out, exposing him as a trifling ass, you know, no good. <laughs> he starts off Busta. with, Busta. He starts off with, miss you. <laughs> do you think she's gonna uh, give you a hug after that no no i don't want to go i don't want to parse everything else every single thing he did even though i have in my notes here <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to do that we don't have the time the look on his face throughout this interaction in some of his logic his defense of his actions he doesn't he, it showed me he had no grasp of the seriousness. He had, he did not understand how big of a deal this was. No, I don't. I don't think it hit him until really late in this conversation that this is probably going to be it for you and Hannah. Like I think he thought this was going to be okay, and I don't know why he thought that's what you did was. <laughs> it's you get broken up for every most of the time. He did kind of stroll in there like. Let me get out of this real quick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's let's get this over with and we can finish the weekend we had planned. Exactly. I mean, I said to the TV, I'm like, do you understand what engaged means? That's <laughs> a, that's like the number two the other- relationship power rankings thing. Like, that's a big deal. The other thing, Rem, and I don't condone lying, okay? Of course not. You can at least make it sound a little better than he just. He didn't have any, he didn't have anything. No. It was just like he just told her what happened. He didn't seem to grasp what he was saying isn't a good thing. He said a lot of stuff and he was like, he just well, said at least it. I'm coming clean. And it's like, well, it's still what? terrible. <laughs> that's, that's what you're saying. It's horrible. At least try to oh. put some like, not lies, but reasons behind why you think. Maybe sprinkling some apologies throughout. Sprinkle some apologies, know. something other than just the cold, hard truth. Maybe some like reasoning in your head why you thought you yeah. guys weren't a relationship because everything you're saying. So the big thing was he said they weren't in a relationship. Didn't he, think it was an exclusive. He thing. didn't think it was an exclusive thing. And then he, the stuff he said, like they went on trips. Uh, she got him a trip to the Bahamas. Their families, His, her the, parents, they met each other's families. They met each other's families. They went on multiple trips. I don't know about you, Rim, but there's. I don't think it'd be normal for some a significant other's family to buy me a trip unless we were dating. Like you're not getting a trip to the Bahamas, Jed, unless you're dating someone. He was either knowingly lying which is redundant he was either lying about thinking it wasn't a serious relationship or and i think this is more likely i think he's i think he 
there's something wrong with it. I think he's one of the dumbest. How could you think? <laughs> how could you think, you think, that's think not a relationship? he said every single thing that was like major relationships, serious long term boyfriend, girlfriend milestones. And he's like, I just didn't think it was exclusive. It's like, what? Oh, the whole time I was like, what? <laughs> and then later on, Hannah's like, did you tell her you loved her? And he's like, yeah. And he said it like, well, yeah, and but I like, didn't did know you what tell that him? meant. I didn't get it. I was like, oh my God. He said like, I said it when I was drunk, but then she's like, did you say it again a bunch of other times? And he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? I need, I want to say this. I was laughing. I was really genuinely cackling with laughter this was so funny to see I was, he i've never i just am shocked someone like this exists he just had no understanding of the seriousness he had no defense his def, his main defense was like yeah but i mean i was with a bunch of other girls too <laughs> that was just like he thought that helped his case it's like no that's worse that is worse everything you're saying is terrible crazy i now i couldn't like i said i couldn't tell if he was playing dumb or if he was actually dumb, but it's definitely one of those two. Um, at one point, he kind of implied that the onus was on this other woman, his girlfriend, to end it with him. Because it's not logical to keep dating someone who's going on a dating show. He, so he was like, he kind of implied that the fact that they were still together was like, well, that her, she wasn't fault. taking it serious either. Yeah, I was just like, I, I couldn't believe that. I, I mean, literally zero of what he said. Usually, you know, even with Luke, I was like, well, he's kind of got a point there or, you know, it's mostly bad, but he's got a point here and there. At no point, at no point did I think Jed made a good remark here. It was all just wrong and insane. No, it's, it, I mean, it was just his story was that he's a scumbag. That's He had no, there was no other, he didn't say anything else other than scummy things. I, I'd say he was closer with this person than he was with Hannah. Would you agree? It seemed like they spent a lot Absolutely. more time together. He told yep. her I loved her a lot more times. It seemed like they were closer. Yep. After I let, here's a quote. After I landed and started this whole thing, that was like a goodbye from me. Keep in mind, he texted his girlfriend, based, I think I love you, as he was taking off. And he thought, well, now that I've landed, we're good. It's over. We're good. She gets it. <laughs> quote, it wasn't a verbal goodbye. I ended it in my heart, not verbally. Like a telekinesis thing, Rim. You of don't, course, you don't Everyone get does it. Does that? <laughs> you don't. You just don't get it. Insane. Now I don't. No legal expert. Pretty sure you can't end contracts verbally or with, <laughs> with in your, your heart. heart. In your heart only. <laughs> just assume the other party's on the same page. There was something about how there were. Hannah had pictures of him, two other girls, in at his apartment. It sounded like he had a, a big party. It sounded like it was a pool party. There's pictures of him with other girls almost immediately after Hannah left. Uh, some other stuff going on there. Not he, good. I think he slept with his girl. His girlfriend. I'll refer to her as that. The night before he left. Yeah. So I think. I mean, hey, you got to give it to Jed for being honest. I guess he didn't. He he was he just put it all out it there. Was but all, it was like, why didn't you say facts. this before like if didn't... you didn't think it's a big deal? <laughs> Do you think part of him wanted this controversy? You know, controversy does create cash, as we say, Eric Bischoff. But I just can't imagine it because your career that you hope to have depends on people liking you. People have to like you. Do you think he wanted it? I don't. I just don't know. 
why he would do like why it would end up this way unless he wanted this to happen i guess and maybe it's not a music career maybe it's just the fame i just don't think he's he just didn't come off to me as like a mastermind a controversy mastermind yeah that's true that's true i think he just got in so after this conversation i thought the most likely thing is that he just didn't understand what ha- what saying I love you meant, what having a girlfriend meant, what going on trips with alone with other. I don't think he just understood any. I don't he I don't think he understood what the bachelor meant. I don't think he understood how serious getting engaged is. I just don't think he understood any of it. That's my I think that's more likely than I can't wait for than like I can't wait for this to come out and I'm going to I don't be know if infamous. it's that or just more that he was a coward and didn't Maybe. ever want to own up to what he'd done. I don't know what it is. It's unexplainable. Yeah. It's unexplainable why <laughs> I, I this person either. did this. It's probably a combination of a few things. <laughs> um, let's wrap this part up. He starts to cry a little bit. Seemed forced. Yeah, very um, forced. Hannah brought up something interesting, which is that he, Jed told her, he told his friends that he won rather than got engaged. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big red flag. That's a red flag. This is when everything kind of starts to make sense with Oh, well, that's why your family was weird, and that's why you've been cagey, and that's why the music thing kind of bothered me. Jed claims he does not lie about wanting to be with Hannah forever. Tough to believe. And, of course, the place went berserk when she took the ring off. She was she was kind of fiddling with the ring for a while, too. She's messing with the ring, taking it on <laughs> yeah. and off, and yeah. then she slammed it down on the table. The crowd went bananas. <laughs> it was perfect. Great camera work. Everything was perfect Great camera scenario. Work. Yep. Anything else on this interaction is, I mean, it was insane. I, he's an unexplainable person. His actions are unexplainable and it was breathtaking and frankly, hilarious to watch. I felt bad for Hannah, but it was, I funny. loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I Good TV. see my thing. I didn't feel like Becca. I felt really bad for sure. But Hannah had this whole situation under control yeah. and she's the one dodging the bullet and she's 25 years old. So I'm not concerned about her finding love. So I didn't really feel bad for her. I think she came off really well. Yes, but it sucks. The it's, main thing is yeah. the I think she really was in love with him. That's true. She'd been deceived. But the main thing is for me is like you're the bachelorette. All you're thinking about is this amazing moment when you get engaged to the man of your dreams. And it's ruined. And you want to talk about ruined, completely ruined for life. You're like. You go down in history as like the bachelorette that got tricked by a couple guys and you had a ridiculous proposal that was a joke in retrospect. <laughs> That's true. Good point. I so feel that bad for her. That yep. sucks. But no, she's gonna be she's gonna be fine. Back in the studio, Hannah comes out, rapturous applause. Mm-hmm. Everyone in studio just watched, you know, her have one of the great girl power breakups in television history, I'd say. She's she's very strong, but you can tell she's hurt. Inside. And Chris I wants think- to remind everyone of that. Chris wants to bring it back to a somber. But it was too. It was like a hero's return. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Hey, by the way, like this is sad. P- keep that in mind, everyone. This is sad." Um, Hannah reveals that she's no longer with D- Jed. Audience goes crazy. I think part of this, the cheering and clapping and that reaction, and probably viewers who are doing the same thing, is because it's been out there for so long. And people knew the details, so they've been kind of waiting for Hannah to give Jed what he deserves. Yeah. 
if you had just seen it on screen for the first time, I think it would have been a more sympathetic, like, oh, that your heart was broken thing. But everyone's just kind of been like sharpening their knives. All right, knives, let's get this guy. Doing <laughs> yeah. a bird man, hands, you know, <laughs> go together. So they're like, we got to get Jed. So that's what it was like. It was bloodthirsty, AB. Anything else before Jed comes out? No, I, I just noted that hand had million dollar earrings on. I don't know if you noticed those. I I, I think last night's were five Blazow. Blazow, you know. Well, I'm not I'm not I'm talking about design. I'm more of a design guy rather than diamond. I'm guy, just talking about all diamonds. There was a okay, lot of well, diamonds yeah, on Blazow, these things. No right about it. They were <laughs> dripping. As they say. I don't know anything about the style of them. I'm just saying those were expensive diamonds. Jed comes out. I'd say six people clapped, maybe max. He's got kind of a I'm running for state house haircut now. I don't know if you notice his haircut. It's more of an adult. I'm here to campaign haircut. It's good. He looked like a politician who did something wrong and he had to give a press conference. Like That's the look that he had. Very nice suit. Uh, Extra product. Extra. Yep. Looking very clean. Uh, Looking looking like a politician who's in in the midst of a scandal. So Jed's new strategy is to um, I think he figured out that what he did was bad. Yeah. (laughs) And he should be sorry for it. I mean the, the only way he could go there's nothing he could explain we already saw him give his feelings on what happened and explain it entirely so there's no ex- explanation he needs to provide the only thing he could do is apologize and that's what he did so i guess i got to give him a little credit there you know it was a decent apology he f- i think he finally got it like oh i did have a girlfriend and i shouldn't have come on the show and i should have told you you know he finally figured it out i think he was probably coached into that but he figured it out he made no hedges either there was no loopholes in his apology so it was fine it was fine anything else on that no hannah handed handled it with class as well she mentioned a couple times i'm not trying to punish you or you know i'm not high road high road she took the high road there she's not trying to embarrass jed he's done enough to embarrass himself so i think she handled it really well agreed jed leaves um before i got i got more to say on this part of the kind of reunion okay before tyler comes out hannah says those feelings just don't go away okay the crowd goes wild chris harrison Oh, take it back. Okay, what are you saying? (laughs) Tyler comes out. Biggest pop in after the final rose history. It's not even close. They blew the roof off the place, AB. I mean, Chris Harrison said it right. It sounded like the Beatles were coming out their room. It was just (laughs) nuts. People were loving him. And he, I was, I was grinning ear to ear room. It was good. And there was seemed to be instant chemistry there between these two. Like, they, they hadn't missed a beat. I will say, um, wrong tie knot for the collar. I just want to point that out. Okay, he, had a, he had a cutaway collar, and he had a four-in-hand tie knot. Looked, like, <laughs> looked ridiculous. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, what do you make of the insistence... Of Chris and everyone in the room. You could feel it. The whole time he was out there, everyone was just like, are they going to get back together? Are people yeah. going crazy? What do you we make all of want it? We all want it. It makes me wonder if it's actually going to happen. Like, I wasn't... I'm not so sure Tyler is there yet. Like, it can't feel great to be... He's He was second choice, you know? So I think it's going to take a while. And I'm not saying it can't happen, but I, I don't think they're going to set up a date on after the final rose. Like, this was all for show. 
Okay. Um, but there's something still there. I can see it with him. Well, like I said, I never doubted his sincerity at any point. But since those events, things have changed. Tyler is now one of America's most eligible and almost universally loved bachelors. Mm-hmm. His DMs are bursting at the seams, <laughs> to be sure. She just rejected him two months ago. He's probably made, taken steps to get over that breakup. Yeah. And I felt I was. They needed to have a happy ending. This was the happy ending everyone wanted. I was watching it and I wanted it to happen, but it did feel a little forced. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that they've been in contact and he knew what had happened before this? Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, he read people, but I think. But do you, not that, not just what happened with Jed, like that they were broken up. Do you think they've, Tyler and Hannah have been in contact and have breached this topic before of getting back together? Maybe. I don't think. I think all the parties involved had to be on the same page. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done this. You don't want Tyler to reject Hannah's. So here's what happened. Hannah was talking about being bold and all that. And she asked Tyler maybe if they can grab a drink sometime. Tyler agreed. I don't think that would have happened if they didn't know exactly how it was going to play out. I don't think they would let that hit the screen. Um, When he accepted, again, I was excited that this happened. And I hope they do get together. But he did. He look. He kind of looked at Chris like, "Is this gonna? If I is this gonna ruin my bachelor chances? If I, <laughs> yeah." He looked. He looked at Chris. He was like, "Dude, <laughs> like, what's going?" I just. It was a weird situation. They had to do it though. You have to end on that happy note, and I'm glad they did. Should be noted that Chris killed the term "ship" at the end when he said, "I'm shipping these two. Chris just lingered a little too long on like, "Oh, you guys are getting together." I was like, "All right, back up. Let them be people. She's fulfilled her contractual obligations. If they want to pursue each other outside the show, let that happen. Don't, don't make them feel like they need to to please the crowd." Listen, Rim. If these two get back together, it's going to be all over. They're going to be all over it on Bachelor. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and, yeah. So I don't blame Chris. What over overall, before we get to the mailbag, what did you think of the season? Start thought, to finish, Hannah's the lead, controversy, honestly, all of it. One of the best seasons I can remember. And I'm not just yeah. saying that. I really yeah. I'm really not. It had everything. I thought Hannah was a great lead. It had the ups and downs. Like we can all say, like, I don't want to watch Luke or whatever, but no, I want to watch Luke. Like, what are you talking about? He's He was entertaining to see someone. It's entertaining to see people that are ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I just don't. If Jed and Luke weren't there, I don't know how entertaining of us. I don't just want a normal season. Like, that's not what I'm signing up for on a reality TV dating show. I want drama. I want juice, but I also want them to find love and i thought we had most of that we just didn't have the love at the end necessarily but the final ending of tyler and that potential kind of smooths that part over as well so i thought it had everything i was looking for in a season and i thought hannah was a great host who maybe just has bad taste in men and who might be it could be argued that is might be a little too young Young. it it goes back to the great debate which is what do you want unpredictability from a young lead who's kind of figuring themselves out as they go along or maturity, but more boring season. Um, I agree with most of what you said. I could have done with like maybe a little bit, an episode less Luke at least because it was like eight episodes. It was just, it was too much. It took over the whole season. I could have done with less Luke. I also want to say that on its own, this was a, a fun 
exciting, entertaining ending. But this is four seasons in a row now that we have not had a clean, happy ending. Okay, you've got Ari and Becca slash Lauren. Then you had Becca with Garrett, I believe is his name. <laughs> I forgot his name. Yeah, Garrett. But there was they they played it off like happy ending, but there was a cloud over that. Yep. And then Colton and Cassie, where they're still not engaged, it was kind of a happy. I just that was pretty. I, clean. It's been a while since I've had. This person, I like the lead. They picked who I like happily ever after. You know what I mean? I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a season like that soon to kind of break the streak. Yeah, just I just want to see it. What I just asked for, yeah. Rim. Okay. <laughs> That's all okay. I'm saying. I had a great time. It was fun. It was fun. Let's get to the mailbag quickly. 773-234-7794. Let's just say right off the top. We're doing Bachelor in Paradise. We're not going anywhere. We're doing Bachelor in Paradise. Not as many people watch that, but we are doing it. So we'll be back next week with those recaps. Mailbag seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. That this was, was just, stern. That was like when Chris Harris. Did I say ended, that like a yeah, jerk? <laughs> wow, sorry. That I did. I was looking at myself in the camera and I was like, "Why are you so? Why are you pointing at AB like that?" Yeah, that was Chris Harrison telling us that it's gonna. Yeah, that, that wasn't the fun Bachelor Paradise vibes. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's the summer it was energy. Not. It was not. Sorry, I don't. I can't rectify that. Last week's question was just reaction to the finale. Eight six zero area code. In the words of AB, you know me. I hate that scumbag Jed just as much as anyone, (laughs) but I have to come to his defense. He clearly wanted to be eliminated from the show and did whatever he could to show that he didn't have feelings for Hannah. He showed her no emotion and came up with random things to fight about whenever he could. She kept him around for whatever reason, parenthetical, clearly not his musical talent, and now here we are. Wow. This is from Jen. It was so obvious with Chris Harrison basically spoiling the ending the past two weeks. Jed couldn't have said anything to make the situation better. But I love the ending plot twist with Hannah asking Tyler out. I'm not sure how I feel about Tyler being a second choice for Hannah, but it wouldn't be the first time the runner-up ends up with the lead. That's a fact. This is from a different Jen in DC. Unpopular opinion, AB. Alert. Like those. I don't think this was all that empowering for Hannah. I think it was more of the same. We said from the beginning Hannah is young and naive, and what happened with Jed was just about as clear to her as what happened with Luke, and she refused to take any useful advice or information until she was hit over the head with, with it both times, and she had no other choice. Ultimately, I enjoyed the season way more than I thought when considering if I should watch it all. She learned a lot, but always seemed a bit a beat too slow, which I think I might agree with. I mean, uh, I agree with parts of that. I mean, sure. there was definitely when her parents were telling her about Jed and then when all the other guys were telling her about Luke, there was like a teenage girl. Rebelliousness. Rebellious. You can't. You're going to tell me not to date this guy. I'm going to date him. <laughs> Like, there was a little bit of that vibe, but the way she handled it at the end of the day. Yeah. There was one point when her her mom or dad was saying something, and she goes, oh, I knew you were going to do this. And yeah. it was definitely like teenage fighting with their mom. This is from a different gen. This is, is this three in a row now? This is three. Yeah. <laughs> this one has two ends. a different gen. <laughs> I swear to God, this is a different gen. This has two ends. 
I loved Hannah's season. She's very relatable and speaking from personal experience, I know it's easy to get manipulated and be blinded in the relationship you're in. She realized her situation and dealt with it better than I ever could have. She knows how to stand her ground, which is inspiring. I feel so bad that she chose wrong in the end, but I'm rooting for Tana. You just see Tyler you just and put, Anna. Okay. You just put her and Hannah. The T. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. If he truly wants to give it another go. I'm interested to see how that plays out because I'm not convinced they're both all in on pursuing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I am too. And one thing to to point out, I think that that text kind of touched on it is I think some people think negatively for of Hannah because some of the guys are scumbags on her season. Like that's not really and her fault. She kept fault. them around. Yeah, yeah. She did keep them around, but also she's being, f- who knows what, I mean, she doesn't have that much time with these people. We, She didn't know any of the Jed stuff. She had no idea. So, I mean, no. I don't blame her for keeping Jed around and making that decision because um, I don't think we saw everything. And also, it's not her fault that they were shady behind the scenes. Yeah. The, Jed especially. With Luke, there were more in-your-face yeah. signs. But um, this is Nicole in Los Angeles. Conspiracy theory. Love that. Conspiracy corner with Nicole. I noticed they kept calling the article with Jed's girlfriend the People article instead of just the article, and remembered that People has an exclusive deal with the Bachelor franchise for the post-finale cover and other profiles. It got me thinking that maybe the producers were in on Jed's girlfriend from the beginning. They fed him, they gave him a suspicious amount number of opportunities to do music-related stuff since the beginning of the show and clearly edited the show with that news in mind, highlighting moments that made him look unenthusiastic and there for the wrong reasons. It seems we... I mean, remember when he said, I love you in the studio and they zoomed in on his boring, nonplussed face? It was like, (laughs) they're making this guy seem bad. It seems weird that if he had his girl... If he had this girlfriend the whole time and his family and friends knew and the girl was willing to tell people that not a peep got to Hannah about what was really going on. Oh, this conspiracy that what you're saying just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Conspiracy. It all made sense, though. It yeah. all, that's the best part about conspiracies. They always make sense because you can just explain everything. But really, if they did know, and I think probably they did. Why would you tell Hannah? If you tell Hannah, then that kind of takes away your big ending. No, the producers aren't going to, they're not there, they're not there for Hannah to find love. Producers aren't. Let's be real. From what I've read about them, they do befriend the lead, and that's how they position themselves, is like, we're here to help you type of thing, but if they know something like this, they're not going to... End of the day, their job is to make a good TV show, not to... Money talks. Yeah. (laughs) 586 area code, the finale was vindicating... Having been spoiled the whole season, I knew oh, the Jed confrontation was coming and was going to be cringeworthy. But seeing her long-suspected reunion with Tyler made my heart so full. Hannah was manipulated and deceived and truly said yes to a man that didn't exist. She deserves happiness, and Tyler is keeping his word of always being her biggest cheerleader. Despite the Luke P. baloney, this has been my favorite season ever, and Hannah is my favorite bachelorette. She came off as human, one that makes mistakes, learns, and grows. Well said. Well said. Mm. Looking for another gen? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm trying to find my spot. Uh, this is our guy Harrison. Big Harrison guy. Big me. Harrison guys. 
Period. Hannah Hannah was the first bachelorette I liked. Mo- I thought this was interesting. Hannah was the first bachelorette I liked more at the end of the season than at the beginning since JoJo. So not the first, but first since JoJo. It always felt like she was herself, which I agree with. Only qualm, which my wife brought up, is there wasn't enough emphasis on her and Jed. So picking him never felt like the right decision. Overall, the season felt like a bunch of idiots, Harrison's words, and I'm kind of including Hannah in this. Maybe it's an age thing since she was constantly discussing her growth, which does show maturity. Everybody's got some points here. I tend to believe the conspiracy where they made Jed look bad because they knew what was going on. But yeah, in general, that's my kind of my Luke complaint is that there wasn't enough time to watch all of these develop like we kind of would have hoped. And as I've said in years past... They need to add at least another week to this process, add at least another episode, in my opinion. This is from Sharada, last one in the mailbag. Power rank the dramatic endings of the past few years. I'm thinking Rachel and Peter break up. Rachel totally shading Peter during After the Final Rose. Remember that. Can't forget. Ari and Becca. Defense jump slash lack of engagement with Colton and Cassie and last night. What was your, give me your favorite of the most dramatic endings they'd be. I think the moment that stands out the most to me is the Ari and Becca breakup. That was, yeah, that was great. That was like we were flying on the wall watching one of the most real fucking moments that you'll ever see. That, that was real. Yeah. Okay. We're on to Paradise next week, so we don't have a mailbag question yet, but stick around for that. Thanks to everyone who wrote in this week and all season. We read them all. We couldn't get to them all, but we appreciate you writing in. Um, Do you have a Bachelor headline of the week, AB? Yes, it was a little hard this week. Oh, here it is. So I was seeing a lot of stuff about Peter being the Bachelor, and we didn't talk about that yet, who we think is going to be the Bachelor yet. That's next. Let's talk about that, I hope. Why Peter Weber won't be the next bachelor it's one this is one of those ones where you click and then it's like uh it's like a powerpoint and you click through like a slideshow (laughs) so a legit article (laughs) yeah so this is a legit article yeah that's a legit article anyways i clicked through all of it (laughs) they had some good points in there (laughs) (laughs) anything about peter being the bachelor i'm not in for what what was it on do you have the website no, it's one of those trash. <laughs> I just told you it's one of those trash. Is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of those trash things that you have to click through to get you go through like two pictures and you see an ad. Okay, so here's what we know. Speaking of next bachelor, we know that Mike is going to be on Paradise for how long we don't know. They haven't. They've kept him in the background, but he's in the previews. We know that Tyler is the most eligible, most desired man in the world right now. Mm-hmm. We know that Peter know is this. a swell guy. <laughs> That's not an opinion. These are just facts. Yeah. We know that Peter is a swell guy and calling someone swell is such a backhanded compliment yeah, well, in this you know scenario. I mean? like, we're talking about genial. These... Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll, we're talking about Mike and Tyler and then you got Peter who's like, nah, it's a good guy. Um, <laughs> Peter possibility, despite your headline. I don't think of any outside of those three. I don't think anybody else has a prayer from this season. Given that information, who do you think it's going to be and why, and who do you hope it is? Just give me your assessment. I think I think it's up 
to Tyler. Balls in his court. The balls in his court. If he's going to pursue, kind of like Peter Kraus. Yeah, exactly. If he's going to pursue the Hannah thing or, you know, any of the number of celebs in his DMs, then no, it's not going to happen. But if he wants to be The Bachelor, I think he'll be The Bachelor. I think he's more popular than Mike at this point. Uh, well, he's yeah. riding the, the wave of electricity. What did Nacho Man say? <laughs> <laughs> he's riding the edge of a lightning bolt across the sky. That's exactly. Macho Madness. <laughs> Macho Madness is. He's riding the the lightning bolt across the sky right now. He cannot be (laughs) stopped. That's exactly what it's doing. (laughs) Stop. If Tyler wants to be the Bachelor, I think he'll be the Bachelor. I really do. It pains me to say that, but also not doesn't pain me that much anymore. Well, because you like him, yeah. I like Tyler a lot, um, just as much as Mike at this point. So I'm fine with either of those two. I think Peter would be a huge mistake. Oh, big time. Huge mistake. I don't know end. what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, just I throw a little too. shot at Peter. Well, he's a swell guy. Yeah, um, nice. he's a nice fella. I think you're completely right. Tyler is so hot right now. It's so hot right now. That I think it's up to him. I do think that if, if there, if ABC, first let me say that this is a business and ABC doesn't. Oh, they don't have to have this type of bachelor or bachelorette or whatever. They don't have to, you know what I mean? They don't have to check any boxes. They're they're about making money, and most people who watch the show are white. They can, and if Tyler's more popular for that reason, they can choose him. Like, they don't, you don't have to do something. If they are, at some point, there's a tipping point where the bad PR from never having a black lead outweighs the, you know, the good sure. PR of keeping the train rolling, I think they're probably going to have to do it at some point. You, I feel like if that is in their mind, it's hard to turn Mike down for a lot of reasons. Mature, smile, serve the country, good job, probably not going to be an Instagram celebrity. He's got a lot of things going for him. He's fun, really likable. I just feel like it's staring you in the face. You're never going to have a better We've said it for shot. weeks. Yeah. But that said, I agree with everything you said about Tyler. I think if they picked him, it would be a smash hit season, ratings and otherwise, entertainment. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think Tyler went to paradise, and we were upset when Mike went to paradise, but the fact is most of the past few Bachelors have gone from their season on The Bachelorette to paradise to Bachelor. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, here's the last point I wanted to make. If you want us to buy into the legitimacy of this process, it's really hard you kind of take some air out of that when you take the second place person who really genuinely loved the lead and two months later whisk them off to be the bachelor. You know what I mean? It's just like, how long would it take you to get over a a borderline engagement in real life? That's a good point. Yeah. I hear you now. It just, you you kind of take some of the air out of it. So, and that doesn't, that's not a Tyler thing that goes for anybody who gets second or third, really. That now the you distance, go through that process and then you're the lead right away. The distance between the the bachelor, you know, the bachelorette ending and the bachelor starting is a it's big longer. difference than the bachelor starting and the bachelorette starting. You the know, bachelor, so, the bachelor ending and the bachelorette yeah, starting. Uh, yes. So the girl second place person they they don't have as much time as the guy second place person has. Yeah. Um, 
there's there's like half a year at that point, isn't there? They get probably get They'll done. Pro- they're probably going to start filming in probably a month. I feel like. Yeah, and it would have ended in when two did- months ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So three months, as opposed to no months. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean. But and it's almost to me, it's almost just like an on paper thing, like. You deflate the concept a little bit. I agree. That's a good point. It, it, you can parse how many months there are, but it's still just like, dude, this person just got second and you're already, we're supposed to believe they're over it. If you were to make me put odds on it, I do like, I don't know, 55 Tyler, 40 Mike, 5 Peter or something like that. You know, I like those. I don't I like think anyone else has a shot. Those are good percentages. <laughs> they're, no, they're on those, point. Those are on point percentages. I don't know what to tell you. Batch Bracket Fantasy League. Thank you to everyone who played with us this season. More than 900 people filled out brackets. That is insane. Um, AB, look up your goddamn score for once I'm in your life, it. please. Okay. Um, shout out to Jilliana Hope. She had Jed and came from behind to win by two points last night with 282, eclipsing the season-long leaders who finished with 280. So shout out to Juliana Hope. I finished with 179, not even eligible for the prize. Okay. We said at the beginning of the season, the top 127 were eligible for the prize. I think we did like 15% or something like that. Um, I have all the names in a Google doc right now with numbers associated with them. I'm going to randomize the names. Whoever comes out on top. Uh, I'm going to say your name. Then you shoot us an email at rosecastpodcast at gmail.com with your mailing address, and we will get you your prize. Okay, here we go. You want my score, Rim? Yeah, I do. Are you? Do you actually have it? Yeah, 151. 151? Did you skip weeks? No. God. Well, people <laughs> don't listen to us for our expertise. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, here's the winner. Brittany M with 243 points. If that is you, email us rosecastpodcast at gmail.com with your mailing address and we will send you your prize. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for playing. Thank you for emailing. Thank you for texting. All of it. We appreciate it. Thank you for following on social media at Rosecast Podcast across the board. Thank you for rating on Podchaser. Those have been fun to read. We're still the number two most popular podcast in the universe, according to that metric. Podchaser.com slash Rosecast. Thank you for continuing to listen when we do Bachelor in Paradise. Thank you to all seven of you who listen to Recoupling, our Love Island podcast. That's going (laughs) real well for us. Not quite the sensation we expected. Um, I had a great season. I had a great time recapping with you, AB. I had a great time interacting with all the listeners love seeing everybody with their merch on just most fulfilling season today do you have anything uh cheesier to say no just thank everybody who's it's been a great season and let's keep this thing growing rim and our thing well i agree that's off we'll talk about that offline ap but (laughs) (laughs) my throat our throats are dry so we're gonna go genuine thank you Thank you.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.